Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Charles Dubronx Olavera. 32 wins, 8 losses. Of his 32 wins, 9 by KO, TKO, 20 by sub, 3 by decision. His 8 losses, 4 by KO, TKO, 3 by submission, 1 by decision. Justin, the highlight, Gaethje, 23 wins, 3 losses. Of his 23 wins, 19 by KO, TKO, 1 by sub, 3 by decision. His 3 losses, 2 by KO, TKO, 1 by sub. Currently, you have Oliveira as a minus 170 favorite. Geechee comes back at plus 150. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go. Five full rounds. We'll go. Plus 325. Won't go. Minus 450. Oliveira wins inside. Plus 105. Oliveira wins by decision. Plus 430. Geechee wins inside. Plus 205. Gaethje wins by decision, 8-1. to one. Fight is a draw, 80-1. to one. Well, Gaethje gets another shot at the big time. He gets a shot for all the marbles right here. Going for the title against Oliveira. We know what happened when he, uh, when he went up against Habib. Lost that fight. In fact, I think it's kind of strange because he's been calling uh, Oliveira out for what he considers to be quitting or giving up or whatever you want to call it in his past fights. If I recall correctly, I think Gaethje flopped against Habib and tapped. Uh, maybe my memory isn't serving me uh, correctly. Uh, so he's calling Charles out for his past failures, but I guess he's just overlooking his own. In fact, if you look at Gaethje's losses, he's been stopped. In every single loss. So it's interesting to me that he would have the the gall to throw shade at Charles when Charles is the champ. And not only that, but Charles has really improved. I mean, he's he's on a tremendous win streak right now. And Gaethje is just coming off a war with Chandler. But prior to that, he had lost to Habib. So it's kind of strange because if you look at what they've done, even recently, forget about what they did years ago. I mean, Charles has been on a win streak and he's been fighting some tremendous fighters and showing tremendous skill set as well. What's always pressed me about Charles Oliveira is that he was basically a jiu-jitsu guy. And now he is a legitimate striker like the kid can fight like he is very very talented even early on 
when he did have circumstances where you couldn't trust his durability, where it looked like he maybe wasn't putting in 100%, and I think this is what Gaethje is alluding to, where he quote-unquote quit, you could always tell that Oliveira was very, very skilled. And of course, if he snatches a limb or he gets your neck, like it's over. Like nine times out of ten, it is over. His submission game is off the charts. But he really worked in the lab. He really went to work in the gym. He really put in the time and energy to become a well-rounded fighter. And I think he's a tremendous striker. He may not be the most powerful one-punch striker, but he can punch. He can box. He understands distance. I mean, he has really, really improved so much in the striking area. He knocked out Michael Chandler, something Justin Gaethje couldn't do. Well, to be fair, I think Gaethje could have, but he was playing this like patient, weird, I'll land some punches, but then not go for the kill type of style or game plan, tactic, whatever you want to call it. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does that against Charles Oliveira. Now, the only difference is here is, is Gaethje really believing that he can just bombard Oliveira and he will quit? If he believes that, you'll see it in the first round. Because he'll come out like, you know, the old Justin Gaethje used to fight. He'll come out, he'll try to steamroll him and blast him out, a.k.a. Michael Chandler in the first round against Oliveira. He's just going to come out, try to put some heat on him, drop him, make him fold, and be like, I told you, he has quitting on him. I'm the new champ. If he doesn't believe that in his heart of hearts, you're going to see the patient Gaethje. And by patient, I mean... He's going to play this outside game probably with a lot of leg kicks. And if that happens, don't be surprised if it's actually Oliveira that's pushing the fight. Because Oliveira will push the fight in the stand-up. He's not afraid to go forward, throw hands, knees, get in the clinch. He's not afraid of any aspect of the MMA game. So if Gaethje wants to stay on the outside, of course, use his hands, box, use movement, throw leg kicks. Oliveira will walk forward. I envision him walking forward in that scenario, absorbing the leg kicks, trying to close the distance with his strikes, not just shooting, blind shots, none of this craziness that you would think, you know, a guy that's a traditional jujitsu guy would do. He's going to use his hands, he's going to try to close the distance, and he's going to try to get in the clinch position. So there's two ways that this fight could go. It could be Justin coming out fast, bull in a china shop, again, Look at the Michael Chandler first round against Charles Oliveira type of fight. Of course, that's going to be dangerous for Oliveira, but at the same time, it gives him an opportunity to clinch Gaethje, stop the aggression, and then he's going to look for trips. He's going to try to get Gaethje down to the ground. He's going to try to submit him. If Gaethje uses the patient game plan, Oliveira is going to have to walk through those strikes. Gaethje is going to try to draw him in, land him with a powerful shot. He's going to try to knock him out. So Oliveira has to be careful in both instances. It doesn't matter if Gaethje comes out fast or if Gaethje plays a patient patient fight. Oliveira has danger there both ways. If Gaethje wants to prolong this fight, move around on the outside, use the leg kicks, and try to run Oliveira into something, Oliveira, in my opinion, will use his strikes, walk Gaethje down, and then look for an opportunity to either shoot, probably a single leg, or get into a clinch position where he's able to trip Gaethje down or just work Gaethje in the clinch, maybe get him up against the cage, find an opportunity where he can drag Gaethje down 
to the ground. I don't consider Oliveira a tremendous wrestler, but he does find a way to get fights in positions that he needs them to be. If he can clinch with Gaethje, he may pull guard. This dude is tremendous off of his back. He could submit Gaethje off of his back 100%. He may try to submit Gaethje standing. I have no doubt in my mind that Oliveira is good enough to submit Justin Gaethje in some type of standing submission. No doubt in my mind. And heaven forbid if he gets on top of Justin Gaethje, he will submit Justin Gaethje. Listen, Gaethje didn't show very much at all in regards to submission defense against Habib. In fact, he looked deer in the headlights in that entire fight. I don't know if it was Habib. I don't know if it was the moment. I don't know what it was, but that was deer in the headlights. The dude froze. I mean, he pretty pretty much put up nothing, no resistance whatsoever against Habib. You do that against Charles Oliveira in any of those positions we just talked about, and you're tapping. 1,000% you're tapping. In my opinion, I think stylistically, Charles Oliveira has more ways to win this fight because I don't think His only way to win the fight is via submission. I know 99% of the people out there are going to say if he wins, it's by submission. And I agree. The probability is if he wins this fight, it's going to be by submission. But he showed you against Chandler that he can strike. The kid's got hands. Like he understands the striking game. And Gaethje has been blasted out on the feet before. That's not to say that Charles can do it in the first round. It may take three rounds, four rounds, five rounds. But I believe with Charles' striking ability, overall, we're talking elbows, kicks, clinch work, boxing, understanding distance, understanding timing, that if we get in a position where there's prolonged striking, that Charles, while being in danger, because let's be real, Justin is the puncher in this fight, can still do work, can still touch Gaethje and maybe set something up. Maybe it's that submission we're talking about, but maybe set something up where he starts to wear on Justin as the fight goes on. To me, unless I'm talking like local crazy now, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Maybe I'm overrating Charles Oliveira or maybe I'm spot on. That's for you to decide. But I think he is a very extremely well-rounded fighter who probably doesn't get, in all honesty, enough credit for his striking ability. Justin Gaethje is going to be considered the striker in the fight. He's going to be considered the one that has the advantage on the feet, and he's going to be considered the power puncher in the fight. Some of those are true. Some of those may not be 100% true like everybody thinks. If you're betting on Charles Oliveira, do you want him in a, you know, five-round knockdown, drag him, you know, slugfest with Justin Gaethje? Probably not. You probably want him to use his abilities on the feet to get in a position to submit him. What I'm saying is those abilities on the feet can lead to those submissions later on. But it also keeps him in the fight where Gaethje knows that he can't just all of a sudden steamroll this dude because he's going to get hit coming in. And then you've got the threat of the submission or at the very least the clinch. 
Same thing on the outside. Justin may be hitting the legs, but Oliveira doesn't just have to shoot naked shots. Gaethje's going to know that there's punches coming back at him. That makes Gaethje's game plan more difficult because he's always going to have in the back of his mind the submission threat. Anytime they get very close, Gaethje's going to go into defensive mode because he knows he could be dropping elbows on Charles in the clinch, and then all of a sudden, boom, trip, Gaethje's on his back. Look what happened in the Chandler fight. Right? I mean, it looked like Oliveira was gone. And then the second round, he comes back. He looks like a spring chicken and blasts Chandler out basically with one shot. Like the threat on the feet, people overlooked. And the next thing you know, you've lost the fight somehow. Whether that's the hands, the kicks, and the clinch setting up a trip, a submission. Or it's a situation where Chandler thinks, well, I'm the striker here. I'm the powerful guy here. You're not going to outstrike me. There's no threat there. And boom! <laughs> Chandler was out, baby. In my opinion, since the line came out, the money's been coming in uh, Charles Oliveira. If we're talking straight, not huge amounts, but enough. He opened right around minus 140 to 150. And a penny on your book right now, you're going to find him anywhere between minus 170 all the way up to like minus 190. In my opinion, I think that's the right side. I think the public is looking at Charles Oliveira's entire body of work, his win streak, how he's improved. Maybe his durability has increased as well. Maybe that's because of his confidence. He's the campeon, like all of these things. And then you match him up stylistically with Gaethje and you go, where's the real danger for Oliveira? Well, it's the danger of Gaethje landing a knockout shot, right? But Oliveira is no slouch in the striking. So even in that area where we give Gaethje the advantage, I don't think it's a tremendous advantage where you're just like, oh, as soon as he touches him, Oliveira collapses. No, I think he will have to work because Oliveira showed me something in that Chandler fight because, I mean, let's be real, a lot of refs would have stopped that fight in the first round, in all honesty. But he didn't give up, and he kept trying to defend, and he was taking a lot of abuse. And once he gets out of the first round, the way he came back in the second round, you have to take notice of that. So if you look at what Gaethje just did with Chandler, in my opinion, he let Chandler off the hook throughout that entire fight. Granted, it was only three rounds, but I think he could have stopped Chandler multiple times in that fight, and he didn't. He didn't put his foot on the gas. Why? What was it about Chandler? Was this a new game plan? Is this the new patient... Uh, Gaethje that you kind of saw in the Tony Ferguson fight going way back then when Ferguson almost blasted his ass out I think it was in the second round if there would have been maybe 20-30 more seconds Justin was hurt bad and you saw his corner get right on him and go back to this hey we don't need this type of slugfest you got the skills to box and move you can touch him Tony's easy to hit so keep touching him touching him that's what he did he eventually warmed down and stopped him I think it was in the fifth round the last round so if Justin Gaethje does that against Charles Oliveira, that means Oliveira's in this fight to the very end. Because if you let Oliveira off the hook, Michael Chandler showed you what will happen. You cannot let Dubronx off the hook. And that's the thing. Will Gaethje, if he does get him in a position where he feels that he's ready to go, go all out and risk it all? Because you either got to get him or Charles may snatch something out. Or if you... Blow your load, and that stamina goes. 
Oliveira's got really good conditioning. You saw that in the Michael Chandler fight. Who the hell takes that type of abuse? Comes back, he looked like a spring chicken, knocks the other guy out. One punch, boom. Chandler's like gone. Like, it's impressive. The kid is impressive. He's always been tremendously skilled. And now it seems everything is coming together. If you like Gaethje, if you think he's going to be able to bomb Oliveira out, don't even look at him straight. What you're looking at is Gaethje wins inside. That's it. In fact, if you have Gaethje wins by KO or TKO at your book, and it's a better number than the inside, just take that because he's not going to submit Oliveira. We mentioned the submission losses that Oliveira's had. It's not going to happen against Justin Gaethje. If Gaethje wins this fight, if he snatches the title, it's by KO. End of story. I don't see any other way he can win, including if he's going to try the patient game like he did with Michael Chandler, be able to have success against Oliveira, let him off the hook, have success against Oliveira, let him off the hook. I don't see it in a five-round fight. At some point, if he's doing that, he's going to put enough hurt, land a, a significant shot, something that Oliveira doesn't see, and finish Oliveira. He's going to put him in a position, if he's having that much success, where he can kind of play with him, where he's doing the leg kicks, touching him, hurting him, dropping him, touching him, hurting him, dropping him, touching him, hurting him, dropping him. Right? At some point in a five-round fight, I think even Gaethje would be like, okay, this is enough. I'm going to get him. Once the threat, the real threat of the submission is gone, Gaethje would probably put his foot on the gas. As far as Oliveira goes, you could make a case that you could play him straight, but I don't really see Oliveira beating Gaethje by decision because I think there's going to be enough opportunities in the fight for Oliveira, of course, in the submission game, but also on the feet. The danger of playing Oliveira straight here is because the fight could be three, four rounds in, and he only needs one, one prime time opportunity to snatch a submission, it's over. Like he can end this fight, especially when we're talking about a submission, any second of any round in this fight. Like it could be over. Also, when you look at him stylistically and throughout his career, he finishes fights. It doesn't matter if it's by knockout, doesn't matter if it's by submission, he finishes fights. Fights. I think he's going to be looking to do the same thing against Justin Gaethje. If he's able to tag Gaethje on the chin and hurt him, oh, hell no. Like, I mean, now you've got the threat of the submission that's always looming. And he's if he's able to touch up Gaethje on the feet, I mean, forget about it. If you bet on Gaethje, you're hoping for a Hail Mary at that point because Oliveira will touch him and touch him and touch him and he will finish him. I have no doubt in my mind. Like, Gaethje needs to be on his P's and Q's. He needs to have a significant advantage in the striking against Oliveira. Because if this fight starts and you see straight out of the gate that Oliveira is able to hang with Justin Gaethje on the feet, man, Gaethje is in trouble. Because I think as the rounds go on, it will only get worse. Because Oliveira will figure it out. He will figure out what he needs to do to finish a fight. If he feels he has that advantage on the feet and he's just touching them and touching them and touching them, don't think that Oliveira will just automatically have to shoot for a takedown 
and feel safe on the ground. He won't. The kid is game. He's got balls. He will he will strike with Gaethje if he feels, I can touch this guy. I'm able to either see what's coming or absorb what's coming. And he will try to wear Gaethje down like that. That's why I don't think it's just Oliveira submission or Gaethje KO, and that's how the fight plays out. I think Oliveira is more well-rounded. I think Gaethje can only win one way. I don't think Oliveira can only win, win, win one way, which is by submission. I think he has the opportunity to wear Justin Gaethje down on the feet. That may set up the submission that we keep talking about. But I really do believe that there's a danger if people just play Charles Oliveira via sub, that something happens on the feet that's unexpected. Because again, Gaethje has been stopped on the feet. Now, most people aren't going to say Oliveira has that power. He doesn't have the striking ability or this, that, and the other. But I think he does. If you think Oliveira can win this fight, via striking or submission, then obviously you're going to be looking at Charles Oliveira wins inside. I think Charles Oliveira wins inside is a better play than Charles Oliveira wins by submission. 100%. Just in case what I'm talking about is possible. As far as Charles Oliveira wins inside versus Charles Oliveira straight, I still think that if Oliveira is able to retain the title in a five-round fight, he's going to figure out some way to snatch this victory inside the distance. More likely than not, it's probably going to come via submission. But at the end of the night, I think Oliveira retains his title. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.